Being an expert sucks. As a teacher of spiritual intelligence and emotional health, I get cornered into being the guy who has all the answers. I'd like to take this opportunity to make a confession. I don't. What I do have are convictions. I have theories. I have questions. I find myself looking around and I'm like, we can't stay here. Stop setting up your tent. We can't stay here. Through my journey, it's become evident that being a participant is no longer enough. It's time to become reformers. These are my confessions. To get deeper in this conversation, visit MikeMayashiro.com. This episode is entitled, The Mustache. Can't imagine what this episode's about. Am I really doing a podcast episode on my mustache? Yeah, this is happening. All right. We just got, we got to talk about it. You know what I mean? I think that I, <laughs> I go lots of places and I speak, I speak publicly and I don't explain why I look the way that I do. I just kind of, I've just gotten used to it and people just kind of accept it and we just go with it. But there's a story behind this. I didn't always used to look this way and I didn't always used to embrace the fact that this is how I look. Um, I remember I was growing a goatee out. Sometimes I, I like to experiment with my hair and just like, I grew up my, my head hair for a while. I grew up my goatee for a few months there. So I had this full on like bushy goatee. It did not look good. I looked like a homeless person with a man bun and a thing. Um, it was kind of unruly. And I remember I was um, working at a kid's camp over the summer for Bethel, my events department job. I went there to run registration with my counterpart. And Seth Dahl was there, the children's pastor of Bethel at the time, right? Um, shout out to Seth Dahl. Uh, so anyway, I went there, did the thing, and then I was walking through the lunch area where all the kids were. And Seth was there surrounded by all these kids at this table. And he saw me walking past this area and he stood up and he's like, Mike. And Seth and I were friends at this point, right? So I was like, he looked at me with this such intensity in his eyes. He was like locked on. He's like, Mike, come here. And I came toward him. He put, he put his hands on my face. I cupped my cheeks like some loving father. And he looked longingly into my eyes. He looked up at me. <laughs> he was like, that is a glorious mustache. Two months. Give me two months. And I was like, what? And at that time, Seth had a creepy pervy stash that he waxed and curled like this, right? And um, he was, like, doing it, like, as a stylish thing. And it looked good. It was definitely hip and happening at the time. Um, and he's like, give me two months. This thing this thing is, like, glorious. I'm telling you, we can make something magic out of this. I was like, what? And I don't know, I, you guys, I don't know how to explain this. I'm not trying to make this profound. But something happened in that moment when he said, give me two months. And with that intensity, something came into me. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give him two months. I'm going to let this happen. I'm like, okay. And I like purpose in my heart, that's going to happen. And it wasn't a mental decision. I felt something shift and I just kind of became aware of what was going on. I was like, oh, weird. So anyway, fast forward, I, I forgot that even happened. And then a couple weeks later, um, my little sister was visiting from out of town or maybe she was in first year at the time. Anyway, she came over to my house and we were going to go out to dinner. We we're going to get sushi. And so um, my roommate, Micah, was also home. And so I remember like, she's like, can we just, can you clean this up? Like shave this off and maybe it's time for this to be done. And I was like, yeah, I should shave it off. So I went to the, the bathroom. And I shaved off the bottom half of my goatee and I left the mustache as a joke. I totally forgot that Seth did the whole two month thing, right? But I, I left the top, the mustache piece, and I went over to show Mika and Micah. Yes, these are the names of people in my life. Mika and Micah. You can't make this stuff up. Anyway, so I went over and showed them and they laughed with me like, haha, whatever. And then um, I went to the bathroom again and I, they were just like so over the top reactive. Like, oh, it looks horrible. Oh my God, it looks, Mike is like, it looks amazing. And they're laughing about it. I went back to the bathroom by myself and I curled up the sides. It wasn't this long back then, but I curled up the sides of the mustache and they stayed curled. And I was like, what? And like there were these little curls at the end. I was like, oh my God, this thing obeys me. This is crazy. And so Mika came in, she's like, we need to go. I was like, yeah, I'm going like this. She's like, 
what? I was like, I'm wearing this mustache to the sushi place tonight. She's like, no, you're not. I was like, yes, I am. She's like, no, I have to be seen in public with you. Like, who cares if you have that? I got to be sitting there. I'm like, I don't care, Mika. This is awesome. She's like, no. And she just whined the whole way to the place. We went and had sushi together. It was awesome. People gave me looks. It was hilarious. Um, and then over time, the thing started to grow, and I just kept encouraging it to curl. I never used any wax. To this day, I still have never put wax in my mustache. I just continued to encourage it with my finger motions. And as I would do that, it would just continue to curl and curl and curl to the point where I had this handlebar thing going on. And um, I wasn't going to keep this thing. It was a joke. I decided I would keep it for a couple days. I went to work. My boss hated it. My counterpart hated it. Um, and then strangers in public would be like, dude, sweet mustache. Oh my God, I love your mustache. I was just getting all these funny reactions. People at like Chipotle and like other places. So I started curling this mustache with my fingers. I never used wax or anything. I just kept encouraging with my fingers and it kept curling. It kept holding its shape. I'm like, this is crazy. And I started going places in public and people, I wasn't keeping for a couple days because my boss hated it. My coworker hated it. They're like, oh God, no, get that out of here. Stop, Mike, stop. What are you doing? Don't do this. And then when I go in public, strangers are like, oh my gosh, I love that. Dude, sick mustache. I love your mustache. People at work, like people that were like Chipotle, like just wherever I was going, people were like, your mustache is awesome. I was getting all these reactions from people. It was so much fun for me. I just genuinely like love the interactions and like how razzed people would get. And it was this funny dynamic. Everyone who actually knew me and had a relationship with me hated the mustache. Everyone who didn't know me or didn't have any like connection with me really loved the mustache. I think because, you know, it was just theatrical and obnoxious. But I loved the interaction so much that I kept it. And then a month had gone by and I still had the mustache. And then two months and I was just still working it. And I was doing video announcements with this thing and just watching different aspects of my world respond to this mustache thing. And that was four years ago. <laughs> and I haven't shaved it up since. And I wasn't planning on keeping this, but again, as that you know, notoriety thing popped as so my Instagram account grew and I was on social or on Bethel TV and started speaking in places, this branding started to happen. And I started doing this whiteboard, right? Where I'd write stuff and the mustache kind of became part of the package and it started becoming a branding thing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, am I stuck this way? And I didn't ever feel a sense of fear or like trapped. Cause I still was enjoying the mustache antics. But at some point I realized probably a couple years ago, I was like, I suppose it's possible. I may never shave this thing off. And I looked at pictures of myself from a couple years ago, like prior before I, when I didn't have the mustache and I was like, I actually think I look better with the mustache. Weird. Like I personally prefer me with this thing than without it, which was not expected. I was like, wow, jokes on me. Like Seth just ruined my life. Like I'm going to be stuck this way forever. And like, I'm hoping that whoever I end up marrying is going to be on board with this. Cause I'm like, I don't want to have to get rid of this thing. I think it looks, I think it looks good compared to what I looked like without it. And whatever. I know there are lots of people who don't think that and that's okay. Like I'm fine with that. Um, but I was not expected to do this. I actually, at this point, think I'm going to have this thing for the rest of my life. That was never the plan. Like, you guys, life doesn't always play out the way you think. Like, there are these curveballs that happen, and you just you don't know what's going to happen. It's crazy. Anyway, little charge for you guys. Those of you who have, you know. So, you know, one thing I want to throw in here, just as a commentary to this whole subject, is I've always had a funny relationship with my physical appearance and my community. I've noticed most people are very sensitive to what people around them think about how they look. 
they're always very self-conscious about their new haircut or something they're trying out or the clothes they're wearing, whatever. They're always like very sensitive to that stuff. And it's become commonplace that people just compliment you the moment you get a haircut, whether they like it or not. Hey, it looks good. People literally tell you it looks good even though they actually don't like it. They can't consider not liking it. They won't tell it to your face, right? Because we're so addicted to like affirming each other's like appearance because it's such a high value for us, right? But I've noticed for a while now, last probably at least 10 years, my relationship with how I look and what people think about me has continued to separate. I'm like, how I look and what people think about me aren't the same thing. And the people that do think that stuff based on this stuff, I don't really care. It's not the big of a deal. And I started to become, when I started becoming nice and aware of who I actually was and accepting and embracing that person, I stopped caring as much about what people think about, about what people thought about how I looked or how I like express myself. I stopped being attached to that feedback as like commentary of my identity. It stopped being a thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so obviously that I think was instrumental in me being able to do the antics that Natalie put me on. Like she covered me in all kinds of stuff. She made me dress like an idiot. She made me play characters that were so obnoxious and I loved it. Um, without that, I think separation, I probably wouldn't have done so well in that role. I probably would have been a lot more expensive personally. Like and even being in public and hearing people make fun of me or say stuff like that about stuff in front of me in public. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, that's kind of offensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I wasn't personally moved because it wasn't that big of a deal to me. Um, I think that's not common, but it's definitely been an experience of mine. So this mustache thing, I think is just another layer of that. Um, so I guess I'm just going to say this to you guys as Mike speaking to the planet, how you look does not determine your worth, your value, your legitimacy, your whatever. And I know even in the business arena, I've got mentors who are like, Hey, listen, your appearance matters. People are going to judge you based on, and that's true. That's absolutely true. However, in that same breath, in that space, um, when we start catering to what people think about us instead of expressing how we want to present ourselves, I have a problem with that. I don't want us to like just conform to other people's opinions and standards and sacrifice the expression we would like to have of who we are and how we want to present ourselves to the world. So if people don't like the way you look, like but you actually care about that thing, I'm going to say like, choose the thing. If people don't like the way you look and they're bringing like counsel or like wisdom to help you kind of be more presentable to demonstrate more self-care and, you know, self-respect and being more mature in your presentation and you don't have a ton of like, uh, like attachment to the appearance, like, like then trade up. That's fine. Like make adjustments according to how it's going to serve what you're doing. But if there's something like a mustache where it's like, Hey, this is something I actually genuinely enjoy and I want to play with and whatever. Like, I think I want to give you permission, like go after that stuff. And for you, it's probably not a mustache. It's probably something else, but you know, like if it's something that you care about and there's actually affection and there's a journey in it, like go for it, follow it, explore it. Don't you want to know who you are and what you're made out of and what's coming out of you rather than just conforming to what everyone else wants? Cause you know, there are people who follow what everyone else wants for years in their life and they wake up one day and they're not happy and they're like, what am I doing? And ugh. And some of those people never actually wake up to just embrace the being unhappy thing and just live within those confines. They just make space for it because they have to accommodate the acceptance thing as if it's rent or taxes. Like they just have to accommodate it. I'm like, you don't have to live that way. Please embrace freedom in how you want to be. I'm saying this in every aspect of your life, but including how you present yourself to the world, the things that you're willing to say, that you're allowed to say, the way you're allowed to express yourself. Yes, we're talking about a mustache. I'm not trying to make this profound, but it is a thing. You don't need the approval of other people to be who you are. Say yes to that person. And as you continue to embrace that, other people will be given permission. They'll find a pathway to accepting who you are because of what you said yes to. And it's beautiful and it's really invitational and it's how the Lord expresses himself. So, you know, everybody go grow your mustache. Listen, there's more where this came from. 
If you want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes, check out MikeMyashiro.com. <laughs>